Welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're an industry pro, you're building, or you're buying, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. We're coming to you live today from the LP Studios here in Wisconsin. I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's topic, smart homes versus intelligent homes, the homes of the future. How are you going to build your next project? All right, guys, great to talk to you again. Just got back from a very excellent conference, the Tech Home Builder Summit. It's something they put on a couple times a year. Uh, Only a handful of builders from around the country go to this, and it's a great opportunity to learn about emerging technology, and new trends that are coming in homes, not only for high-volume builders, but also luxury home builders as well. Uh, So I had the opportunity to go to this. This is the second time that I've gone to this event. Uh, I meet with vendors um, on a deeper level. So it's a lot different than a typical trade show where you got lots and lots of booths and you're spending three or four minutes in a booth. You're looking at a few things and you're kind of on your way. You have meetings with vendors. Some of them do presentations. And then um, you go to seminars, put on uh, on all sorts of different topics. So I went there uh, more in the luxury space to learn a little bit more about some of the higher end homes. Met amazing people there. You know, when I say luxury homes, I definitely I would say I'm on the lower end of the spectrum. I mean, there's guys there that are building thirty million dollar homes, uh, which is is pretty cool to learn from. But uh, uh, it was still neat to be there. I actually got to to do a uh, presentation there as well. But that's not what you tuned in here for today. What you tuned in here for today is to learn about smart homes and intelligent homes. And what's the difference? You may never have heard the term intelligent home, but you're going to learn about it today. Okay, so let's talk about smart homes. You've probably heard about this a little bit, but smart homes are are out there and a lot of people already have them. There's a prediction out there that there's around 63 million smart homes around the country as of right now. That's quite a few. Now, it doesn't take a whole lot to become a smart home. You may have one or two components and you could consider yourself a smart home. So, you know, a lot of people, if you bought a new garage door opener, like a LiftMaster garage door, they have the MyQ that has an app in it. You can control the garage door opener with your phone. You technically have a smart home. But what makes the difference between a smart home and an intelligent home? Let's start with that. So a smart home is really much more of a gadget mentality. And I don't mean to sound that in a negative way, but that's really what it is. It's adding gadgets to your home that have smart features. And in our society today and the way people buy things, you know, you have Amazon and you can just order things online. So you could have a ring doorbell, you could have, you know, a smart thermostat, you can have, uh, like I said, the MyQ garage door opener. You can find a litany of products that are smart. You can buy little plugs that you plug into your regular outlet, put your lamp in, and it's got an app and you control it. That's a smart, now you've got a smart light. But it's a gadget mentality because it's just buy onesie, twosie things here. They're not truly integrated within the home. And some of the smart home things, quite honestly, 
they're sticking out. They don't fit because they weren't really integrated into the home. So like I said, you know, all these extra bulky plugs sticking out of your outlets to control lamps, you know, uh, maybe you've got that ring doorbell just sitting out there, you know, in front of your house, um, not really built into it appropriately. Um, you know, you've got that. So there's, that's the one sort of disadvantage of a smart home is you have all these kind of ill-fitting gadgets. Now in a luxury home, you don't want to have all those things visible, and in, in your in your face, you want them kind of hidden and built into the home. And the other issue with the smart home is that you have a million apps because nothing really works together. They're all separate. So you've got an app for your garage door and you got an app for your lights and you've got apps for your thermostat and apps for your doorbell and on and on and on. And also now you've got 14 apps on your phone. And what most people find is, there's one or two that they'll routinely use and the rest basically just take up space on their phone. Uh, and it gets frustrating. It, it's mental clutter. And um, it really isn't, a, a, you know, a fully integrated system. And that's one of the challenges with smart homes. Now, smart homes are easier to obtain for anybody because, yeah, you can go on to any online store and Amazon, whatever, order a couple things, you can plug them in quickly and set them up and, you know, you're off and running. Now, not to knock that because there are some really wonderful conveniences for it, but it's definitely a very mixed bag approach and definitely why we call it the gadget mentality. Now, when you talk about an intelligent home, that's completely different. An intelligent home is going to be something that is fully integrated. So you're going to have something that works off of just one app. So you're going to need to hire somebody, uh, a tech integrator to help you with this. So it's going to be a little more expensive up front. But the benefits are huge because first of all, it's seamless. So when you're doing something like this, you could have a hidden control panel or you can still have it go to your phone, but you go to one app and it's got icons within the app about your lighting, about, you know, security, sound, uh, whatever uh, other features you want to build into this, um, you know, your shades. I mean, you, you name it. There's a lot of stuff that you can do, your energy consumption, and you can control it all from there. You can also build in scenes or you can build in modes. So a scene might be, okay, you know, uh, wake up scene. The wake up scene you know, all the lights gradually turn up, the shades go up in your house, maybe the coffee maker turns on automatically, um, maybe your favorite news station turns on, or your the radio, you can have the radio turn on, and you basically have that programmed, so with the touch of one button or a verbal command, boom, you've got a scene, so you can have an evening scene. Okay, you can have a, you know, lights out scene or power, power down or go to bed scene. Let's just go to bed, right? Opposite of what I just said, shades go down, the lights gradually dim, TV goes off, all the doors click, 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 lock up. So you don't have to get out of bed, right? Like you're, you're in bed, and you're like, oh, shoot, did I shut the garage door? Did I shut the garage, the house door and lock it? Did I turn the light off, you know, in, in, in the den? No, it'll do all that for you. That's an intelligent home, but that's only one component of an intelligent home. There's so many more things. One of the things that you can incorporate into 
An intelligent home is machine learning. And so a lot of these devices will track your behavior. And it'll notice like, hey, every morning on the weekdays, you know, you're down in the kitchen at 6 a.m., but on Saturdays and Sundays, you're down at 7 a.m. Okay, well, we're going to turn the lights on for you at 6 on the weekdays and 7 on the weekends. It automatically will do that based on your pattern. Now, of course, you can change and interrupt it at any time, but it's learning your behavior, your preferences. Or it might say, you know what, you know, when there's a couple people in the kitchen, it's got a little sensor, you know, it's going to turn the lights up to 100%. But at night, where there's very few people walking through the room, maybe it's the lights are set at 30% until someone walks by and then it notices and turns the lights up. It can do all sorts of amazing things like that. You can also have it set up where, you know, if it's getting to a certain temperature in the day, uh, that it automatically kicks in. Now, you say, well, a lot of thermostats do that, but this is a much more intelligent level where it's going gonna, it's gonna to take data that's out there. So I might take weather data and adjust it. You can even have your shades and your lights automatically adjust to the conditions. So depending on the time of year and um, the seasons, the lighting can be adjusted in your home. So you always have a consistent level of lighting. It's pretty cool. That's an intelligent home working for you. But it even goes beyond that. So we talked a little bit about energy. They have all sorts of things out there now, like smart circuits and and stuff like that. And, and you have now batteries you can put in your home. If you're using solar, you can charge these batteries. But the smart circuits are really cool because what they'll do is while you're in your home and um, let's say you have something that's drawing power constantly, but you're not using it, that smart circuit will identify that and it'll cut the power to it until you override it. Or you can also look on your phone and see all the different things that are drawing power and go, you know what? I only use the toaster once a week. And it's using a lot of power. Boom, I'm going to click that off. And you start to save yourself money. Now you have an intelligent home, not a smart home. So really cool stuff that you can do with power. Um, you can also do some other things with the intelligent home, which is kind of triggered by users, so to speak. And what that means is, It'll, again, notice things. So like if if you're always coming home at, let's say, 5.30 p.m., it'll know to turn the air conditioner up at 5 o'clock p.m. So it's at your ideal temperature when you get in the home. You don't even have to think about it. You don't have to adjust your thermostats. Further, you can even have things like a geolocator. So when you get to a certain proximity in your home, maybe every every night you you, you bake something in the oven, you could have the oven already pre-warmed so that when you're five miles from home, the oven turns on, you get in, the oven is already hot and ready to go. You can throw a dish in there right away and away you go cooking your meal. These are the things that you can do with an intelligent home. And then, of course, there are some things that cross over like, you know, Alexa and um, Siri and all those programs. You can still do to talk to your device, but with an intelligent home, you're talking to one centralized app and it can automate everything in your home whereas with the smart home you're probably just talking to one gadget and you're saying you know alexa you know turn on my kitchen light or alexa shut the garage door so again if you were looking at these two things with a real world example let's just use the 
go to bed example. And if you have a smart home, you'd probably have to say, Alexa, turn off the kitchen lights. Alexa, shut the garage door. Alexa, lock the front door. A lot, you know, because these are all different devices. So you're going to sit there for a couple minutes and talk to all your devices, which again, still more convenient than running around the house and doing all that. I get it. But an intelligent home, you would just say bedtime or bed mode and boom, everything gets handled immediately for you. So it's pretty cool stuff. A lot of opportunity to innovate and upgrade. But here's the thing with an intelligent home. If this is something that you are all about, you want to do this, you're like, I want an intelligent home, that's cool. But you got to get involved early with it. Um, if, if you just start adding things after the home is built, you really have that gadget mentality in, in the smart home. The intelligent home is something you basically plan out early on from the beginning. So you're going to want to hire somebody that's an integrator and a designer, and they're going to help you identify the things you want to do, the controls you're going to want to have, and then build in the appropriate hardware. So they'll spec out all the hardware for you. And the cool thing with doing an intelligent home is that, again, the other benefit is you get it to be seamless. So instead of just having these bulky control panels all over the place and things like that, you can have these where they're not even noticeable. Or you you build in um, some of your devices in inside a closet or in a wall that you can get at, but it's not obvious to the people in your home. Now you truly have an intelligent home. And especially on the luxury side, you don't want all that tech laying around taking away from the aesthetics of the home. So that is really where an intelligent home comes in and can really make a huge difference in your home, in your living capability, your energy consumption. And there's other added benefits too. There's health benefits. Um, you know, you can improve your sleep, your circadian rhythm just by changing the light pattern, um, starting earlier with the lights going down so that, you know, your, your brain is already getting tired at a certain point. Again, maximizing the natural light as best you can with powered shades. Uh, the list just goes on and on and on. So there are a lot of huge benefits to an intelligent home. Obviously, they are much more costly. It's going to take a lot more planning. And uh, even if you sell, let's say, an intelligent home, let's say you build a really cool intelligent home, you live in there for five years, and you sell it. Well, some people might think, well, that's that's a negative now because the next person's not going to like my setup. That's the cool thing about it. You can go back and change it. So, you know, the the modes, maybe you're just changing the time or you're changing some of the functions in the mode. You can go back in at any time and reprogram this. And again, with the AI function, you know, once you've, you know, identified that there's a new family and there are new patterns, the AI will pick up on it and adjust accordingly. So it's pretty amazing stuff. So if you're really into tech, start to think beyond the smart home and think about the intelligent home. Once again, thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero, broadcasting live from the Bellman Home Studio. If you haven't already, please make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Until next time, I'm David Bellman, signing off.